0: Welcome to the Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence.
1: Here's your host, JJ White. Good morning, America. My name is JJ White. I'm the host of the Great People Show and in the Great People Studio with us is our co-host, Mr. James Muncy. Good morning, James.
0: Good morning, JJ. What's
1: up, brother? How you doing? Are you ready to do this day? I'm,
0: man, I've been ready for the last 10 minutes.
1: Folks, let's do this day. And I think that's probably the best way to start off any day is just saying that to yourself. Let's do this day. Let's do it. Let's do this day because I don't know about you all, but too often I wake up a little earlier than I wish I would, mm-hmm. sometimes a little later than I wish I would, and I'm just not ready for the day. My mind is not in it. My heart's not in it. I just can't. Ex- Does that happen to you?
0: I, all the time. I can't all explain it. Yep. I feel like I should wake up, be thankful that I have lived to see another sunrise and, and ready to attack the day, but let's face it, that doesn't happen every day. It doesn't. It doesn't happen most days, I would say.
1: I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that, and that really bothers me. That's been bothering me way more than, than it ever has recently, and I think being on the radio and doing The Great People Show has been a big driver for that because so many people reach out to us and and we're here for so many other people looking for advice on those subjects that I'm just not in the zone that I feel like I should be.
0: Well, maybe I'm always wake up feeling that way on Thursday mornings. We need to go to a daily show. Well, Let's do it. That's another conversation. Let's do it. Asher,
1: we need to get that on the calendar. More days. And he's shaking his head. Well, it wasn't a yes or no. It was more of a wobble over there. (laughs) So we want to thank you all for being with us here. Um, You may be listening to us on 97.7 FM, 820 AM, The Answer in... Richmond, Virginia. You may be listening to us on the web at 820theanswer.com. And we're on Facebook Live. Whether you're catching the show live or just watching the replay, Facebook.com slash great people show. And of course on Apple Podcast. That's so where a places. lot of people catch us. Yep. You have to be. Yep. You have to be in today's world. You have to be as many places as you can because we live in a very distracted world. We do. and maybe maybe that's one of the reasons why we feel the way we do when we wake up is that we're we're pretty distracted. I think one of the drivers in people feeling uncomfortable in their life or unsure about where they're at or unsure about where they're going has a lot to do with how they feel like they fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and in preparation of today's show, I'm going to jump right into a story. Okay. I'm not going to say his, his full real name simply because I don't have permission to share this story. I met this young man on Tuesday. And we met in anticipation of talking about his goals, of where he wanted to go in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and where, I, where I start, I don't start with the goal. I start with what's in your way today. Okay. That's a, that rhymes. Did you plan What's that? in your way today? <laughs> I'm not going to sing. This is not a singing station. But Please. Sing. I am not a singing person. Trust me on this. That what is in your way today because we really can't even think about the goals because sometimes when people realize what's in their way, they don't even have the right goals. Right. And if we start with the wrong goal, then it's like a ship leaving the port. If that ship's off just by a few inches and it's going across the world, it's gonna end up on a different continent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to make sure that we're looking at the here and now. And that's the purpose of the show. We're looking at the here and now in your life to try to figure out, to try to see what could be just a little bit better yep. so that we don't have to feel uncomfortable being successful in life, and however you manage that success—by the way, that needs to be a show topic in and of itself. What is success? Because when we went to Facebook uh, on on Monday with this show's topic, the the big question was, "Well, what do you mean by success?" And I'll get into more of that later. But when I sat down with this young man, I say he's young; he's in his mid to late twenties. Mm-hmm. He's the characteristic of the millennial, and we love to paint millennials with a big wide brush, right? right. If you were born in this in this date range, then you're a millennial, therefore you are X, Y, and Z. And I do think that he is indicative of millennials in this particular category that I'm about ready to describe. He calls himself an introvert. Okay. And I'm going to fast forward into the story a little bit. His wife is an extrovert. Mm. So when he recognized, and by the way, he's in a job that completely requires extroversion. That's an important piece of context here and which is really the reason why I'm talking to him. He is very uncomfortable in a lot of the things that he has to do in his job. Not not everything, not even half. There's over half of his job that he feels very comfortable in because it doesn't really involve working with a lot of people. Hmm. It's only whenever he starts to get around more people. And then in the personal side, if he's in social situations with his wife, that he feels very uncomfortable. And that's when he starts to recognize, hey, I'm an introvert. I don't necessarily like this, but I know I need to do it. Okay. So he pushes himself out of his comfort zone. And we know what happens whenever you get out of your comfort zone. You get anxious. Mm-hmm. You get a little stressed out. You get a little nervous. And who wants to feel this way?
0: Oh, it's terrible. I I completely empathize, empathize with him.
1: Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And... um. So we start to really dig into this discussion, and uh, in the scheme of things, he's young. He's probably one quarter of the way through his life. So he is now at a situation where he's already not being who he wants to be in front of other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just one, one, one of the, the probably worst situations you can be in your life is if you're trying to pretend to be somebody else. Right. And here we are a day or two after Election Day. And I don't think there's probably more context to put around being somebody that you're really not yep. than whenever we watch a lot of politicians go and get elected, and we go to the polls and have to pick the least fake one. Yep. In many cases.
0: Yeah, and and the other one is painted as a as a horrible person in many cases, where 99 percent of the time both candidates are yeah. are good people yep. with differing points of view, but they paint each other to be evil.
1: And in this situation, let's call, let's call him Tom. Let's mm-hmm. just call him Tom for for to. to uh, for the federal protection eight part of this story, so Tom uh, is in is in search. Wh- what he thinks he's in search of is a new life to fit into the mold that maybe other people want him to fit into.
0: Yeah, that is not his, go- that's not going to work. It's not
1: going to work. And yeah. I never I never felt that way about his wife. I never picked up that his wife wants him to to be this way. It's really work. Mm-hmm. It's it's really the professional side. So by the time we're done talking, he realizes. You know, there's a lot of strength in introversion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of strength. There's a lot of giftedness in introversion. And I felt like we walked away from this conversation if, if, for one thing, him realizing the most important thing for Tom is to feel comfortable with who he is and just be his authentic self. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, at the end of the day, the authentic always win. You have yep. heard that saying, good guys finish last, whatever. Authentic people always, always win in this world. Yes,
0: I mean we'll we'll call his wife the extrovert Susan. Uh, Tom should work on being a a great Tom and not a good Susan Ooh. because he's not he's not yeah. going to be able to. You can't change that. I'm I'm an introvert, and we're going to get a lot I, more I into this later in line. the show. I think you're lying to me. Just I'm for the sake absolutely of the not. And and I this is something you and I talked earlier in the week. This is something I've done a ton of research on. I've read mm-hmm. a lot of books about. And and after the break, we're going to get more into it. But, but you have to embrace that and just focus on being the best version of that introvert that you are. Because yep. you're not you're never going to be an extrovert. Nope. nope. But what an introvert and what an extrovert is, is something that is very misunderstood in our society. Mm-hmm. People completely... People have it all wrong, and we're going to get them straightened out here on the show today. Yeah,
1: Mister Mister Introvert over here is uh, leaning into our break too much, uh, <laughs> so we're going to open up the phone lines here a little bit later. 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. If you want to call in to be a part of the show, we we do create a small window for some folks to call in to uh, share some 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 knowledge and experience on this topic. But more importantly, really, we're your on call we're your on call coach. We're here. If you're struggling with a situation, especially if you feel like that you're just a an introvert living an extroverted world, um, we've got some advice for you. We do so feel free to call into the show. When we come back, we're gonna to start to break down a little bit more of why it's cool to be an introvert. That's it. You're oh, listening wow. to, to
2: the Great lie. People. Don't show. Don't go anywhere. Where'd you wanna go? How much you want to risk? I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gift, some superhero, some very terrible place, just something I can turn to, somebody I can kiss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back to the Great People Show. Man, that makes you want to sing. does. It does not make me want to sing. Don't. Please don't. (laughs) So before we left to break, we were talking about this whole introversion, extroversion. This is a deep-seated, difficult issue that so many people deal with because we are living in an extroverted world. Like, this entire planet that we live on is an extroverted world.
0: At least it appears to be.
1: Exactly. It's, well... We are very uh, – well, I almost said the word manipulated. I guess I just did now. Mm-hmm. But we are very controlled by what uh, what we get from the media, Facebook, TV, radio, you name it. Mm-hmm. And the only personalities that are typically uh, promoted on there or highlighted on there are very extroverted personalities
0: that's true but a lot of people who like you were saying you were picking on me before the break saying that when i was mentioning how i'm an introvert and you said you're you're absolutely not but but i am and i've known i've been been fortunate i've met a lot of I've met a lot of celebrities over the years i've i've worked with uh, some some lower level celebrities but people who on a daily basis are either on stage or in front of people and i would say that about 80 to 90% of all of those people that i have ever worked with have been introverts mm-hmm. as soon as they got off the stage as soon as they are done with what they are doing all they want to do is is shut themselves yeah. in a room i'll give you a huge example that that and and he talks about this a lot on his show now okay. howard stern yep huge huge introvert Yep. um and at the end of the day and i know we're going to get we're going to get more into this but at the end of the day the biggest test as to whether you're an introvert or an extrovert is not about how shy you are. It's about one simple thing: does being around other people in social situations energize you right. or does it drain you? Right. If right. it energizes you, generally speaking, you're an extrovert. If it drains you and then you need time on your own to recharge, uh, you are an introvert. Yep. And I can tell you that. Social situations in no way, shape or form energize me. They completely drain me. I then need to go curl up in a corner somewhere uh, and then I'm ready to be back around people again.
1: And it makes a whole lot of sense because if you do look at performers on stage, they're not around other people. Meaning, well, okay, technically they're around a ton of people, but they're not interfacing. They're not interacting with those people. They're just up there performing. It's them by themselves and there is no energy going back and forth. It's just energy coming from them. I've experienced something similar. I've not had the exposure you've had to a lot of people that have been on stage uh, for for many years. We worked with all the the Miss Virginia uh, ladies, mm-hmm. and I was always shocked with how many of those were introverted.
0: Yeah, I a ton. Always shocked. I yeah. And and it's it's just it's understanding that you can be a very outgoing person mm-hmm. and still be introvert
1: absolutely and and that's where we want to bring some light to this particular topic on the show today uh this this introvert versus extrovert topic is so critical on our path to success because it really relates to how we view ourselves yeah are we pretending to be someone we aren't to fit someone else's mold of us and it just so happens that the i versus e conversation is is the the heart of kind of how we label ourselves mm-hmm. and and on, on Monday we we put a research question out on all the social media platforms do you need to be extroverted in order to be successful why or why not and it was interesting because most of the answers were no but there was always a but in yeah. The whole extroverted in order to be successful, and that's where some people said, "Well, what do you mean by success?" There were a lot of people that were. In fact, uh, one <laughs> Ron told us he was a card. He was, He started the comment by saying he was a card-carrying uh, introvert. Right. So, and I've and I've met Ron before, and he's right. He when you first meet him, he's soft-spoken, he's gentle, he's a great listener. He's not the one that is going to be. Out there, at, at in the middle of a party, surrounded by folks, because he's he's telling stories, and we have a really humorous take on this difference between introversion and extroversion that we might actually want to start to break down a little bit as we move through the show, just to to, to poke fun at the ultra extroverts. It's the ultra introverts and the ultra extroverts. Yeah, um, because a lot of people think like like us being on the radio means we're extroverted. Folks, there's nobody here right like, there's three people in this room right that's, now that's it and one of them won't even talk to us
0: that's right, that's right. <laughs> he sits in a corner we have, to, we
1: have to pull his teeth just to get him on the show which yep. i might add is by far the most introverted guy in the room of three right now
0: i, I would agree that and, i would and, agree and, yeah
1: you asher yeah you buddy and he's giving yeah. a thumbs up asher we're, no go ahead and get your mic hot buddy you know what this is going to mean this is going to mean asher to be fun asher how introverted do you consider yourself not very no come on now
3: I spend most of my life meeting with people and talking with people. I don't know how you could possibly ever consider me an introvert. Well,
1: that's the point of today's show: is that that because we are in vocations uh, that require us to come across and be seen and communicate as extroverted, doesn't mean that we are.
3: Uh, so you have to enlighten me on this, because okay. I'm. I would say that I have been an introvert for most of my life, but I would not say that I currently am because my
0: entire lifestyle is is not
1: introverted. I see you as a total introvert. Okay. So wow. let me let me give let me changed. let me give yeah. an
0: example. Let's see <laughs> let's see how Asher relates to this. Okay. So, and this goes back to 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 Tom who we've talked about yeah. uh, before the break so i'm an introvert and like all three of us in the room right now a lot of my responsibilities are are around sales so i have to meet with people constantly
1: you're required in your job
0: that's right and i attend a lot of conferences can
1: i call a timeout real quick absolutely if you weren't in this job and if you didn't have a job that required you to do that would you be seeking out more people to talk to no yeah so you are but i I sought out
3: this job so i could talk
0: with people so i wouldn't be isolated
1: Well, but being on the radio introverts, (laughs)
0: introverts do not want to be isolated. By and large, shy people might want to be isolated. Introverts don't want to be isolated. That's true. So going back to Tom, Tom is asking, well, how can I how can I adjust myself? I'm never going to be an extrovert, but how can I adjust myself? So in my case, I go to a lot of conferences and at these conferences, they tend to have large cocktail parties and networking events with a hundred people in the room, most of which who don't know each other. Now, I hate, hate, hate those events. And I I don't use the word hate very often, but I can tell you, I despise. How does
1: that manifest? When you say hate, like what are the emotions that are running through
0: you? I feel feel nauseous. I get very nervous. I, like most introverts, as we'll talk about later in the show, I can't stand small talk, hate small talk. Uh, So I I don't like a huge room with a bunch of strangers. So what do I do at these conferences to to still be able to do my job? Well, what I do before the conference, I target out people on the invite list who I know I want to meet. And Mm -hmm. I don't know these people. Mm -hmm. And I put together every night a different dinner where I'll have myself and usually two to three of these other people. And we go to a dinner because at a table with Two or three people that I don't know. It's totally different. Totally different. But when I have to go to that networking cocktail hour, I will usually go do a circle in the yep. room once or twice and then I'm I'm out the door. Yep. So I've been able to adjust adjust myself knowing and embracing my personality to still be successful at these conferences. Uh, because because again that networking event, yeah, it's not gonna be my thing.
1: So it's funny you mentioned this whole small talk in Asher. I, I I want your your opinion on this because Asher, you and I have seen this, Asher hasn't. We found this really interesting chart where you can measure not measure, you can actually see how much of a on this spectrum, introvert, extrovert you are. On mm-hmm. one end of the so it goes from one end of the one end of the spectrum to the other. Shy, introvert, extrovert obnoxious. Now, keep in mind, folks, this whole thing is meant to be a little tongue in cheek and funny. So don't get too upset because of the vernacular here. Talking with strangers is one of them on here. You just talked about that. Meeting people you don't know. Right, Astrid, you said you got into this field because you wanted to interact with more people. So it's interesting to find out if it's more people you've never met before or people that you just kind of stay in relationship with is the shy person will cower. The introvert don't encourage small talk. The extrovert, talk about anything with any, everyone, <laughs> and the obnoxious, talk about you with everyone. <laughs> okay.
3: I like to think of myself as an ambivert. I, I've oh, spent, here we go. I've oh, spent most of my the life, I, I'm not reading the notes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm watching the board. Okay. Good. I don't have eyes in the back of my head. Okay. So if you, you create that rumor now, my any kids I have would die. Well, when you put it on the
1: radio, it's no longer a rumor. Oh wow! Yeah, this is the radio. Yeah, you well, guys didn't tell me this was. News. You didn't tell me this was the this radio. This is not fake news. We are the real deal here, folks. So, Asher, explain to the audience what an ambivert is, since you are Mr. Smarty Pants and want to bring up these complicated words that were in our notes.
3: Oh wow! You dropped the challenge. Uh
1: huh. Uh huh.
0: Ambivert. <laughs>
3: Ambivert, ambivert. Um, already upset. About I would say this. my natural incl- inclination is toward uh, shyness um, at one point in my life, and toward introversion. But you can, I, my lifestyle is not uh, introverted, and it's intentionally not introverted. So I, I force myself to get out there because I like. Whoa, 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 like whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 oh. whoa, whoa, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> whoa! I force myself to get out here.
3: I feel a lecture coming on.
1: This, uh, well, you, you know, in the line of work that I'm in, Asher, that I have to listen carefully to every word that other people say. So you set me up for this. So meeting. Asher was just set up yep. and he just used the terms I force myself. Yep. That is a clear indication of natural introversion. Yep. That's not a bad thing. Not in at fact, all. I commend you Asher, and I am so thankful that you have seen this in yourself that you can say, I need to go do this to get out of my comfort zone. That's right. I think that is absolutely critically important. And maybe, maybe there are people listening to the show right now that just calling us is out of your comfort zone. Oh, tons of people. This Most people. So yeah. I'm going to challenge you introverts to call into the show and just talk to us if you want to. Or, or extroverts no, actually, who you are don't dying want to. to call yeah, the one, us. the people that want to. It's the ones that won't. Yeah. So to be a part of the show, it's 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. We are talking about do you need to be an introvert, extrovert to be successful in this life, or can I just be myself? Can you Can I just be, be myself?
0: You can be yourself. Can I just be me? Please, JJ. Can I just be me? Be you. Don't force yourself to be someone who we're not. During the break, we're going to counsel Asher. (laughs) That's right. Yeah,
1: we're going to show that he doesn't have to be forced out of his comfort zone to be successful. Thank you all for listening to The Great People Show. When we get back, we're going to keep talking about this topic and uh, hopefully figure out that uh, it's okay just to be whoever you want to be.
0: Just be you, baby.
1: Just be you. That should be a song. Maybe it is (laughs) a song. Who knows? Great People Show. Come on back. Welcome back. Let's do this day, folks. We're here, You're on call coach, your guide to greatness, so that you can do this day. We're doing it with you. That's right. To be part of the show, 804 454 1366. And we're talking about this need to be ourselves, specifically wrapped around the whole introversion, extroversion in Asher got all fancy with us and started talking about this whole ambivert thing which he actually never defined yeah we well we We, never because we went to a break
3: well you guys can handle it
1: actually i don't know if you were getting to the answer or not but whenever you started to talk about forcing yourself into situations i called you out on the carpet and it got pretty ugly you interrupted
0: me is that what you mean
3: that's what we
1: do well you know we have a very defined limited amount of time here we got to get to the point
0: that's right and so I would challenge, I would challenge Asher, and I would challenge uh, our listeners to think about. All of you have at least one person who you know, who is the genuine extrovert. Now, JJ, I'm going to name somebody who you and I, a mutual friend of ours, we'll call him Will because that's his his actual name. PM. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, <laughs> Will Will is somebody who goes into a room with a hundred strangers and absolutely cannot. Help himself, mm-hmm. but to go and introduce himself Everyone. and to every single person, and he loves it. And he leaves that room more energized and more charged than he came oh, into. And, and, it. and, and naturally, he lives for that
1: a lot. You don't. Yes, the, the the super strong extroverts don't even have to work hard to go and meet everybody. They just start to draw in some other. No, people.
0: it's who there. He can't. Will has told me because he and I talk about this a lot because he is the most extroverted extrovert who I know. Mm -hmm. He says that if he is in a room and there is somebody that he has not met by the end of whatever the event is, he leaves there feeling guilty. Wow.
1: So there's, uh, and you you mentioned this right at the top of the show, this whole concept of introversion, extroversion is about energy. Mm -hmm. It, it It is seen as one thing in our society as, oh, you like to talk to people, you like to be in this room. You, you like to mingle with people, and we've established already, uh, there's a lot of introverts that are faking it. And, and here's my confession. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. You, you've, you've mentioned multiple times here and last week that you're an introvert. So am I. I'm an introvert, too. I'm glad you got that out I am. I am an introvert by nature. Mm-hmm. I am not naturally drawn into groups of people. And that blows people's minds because I have been in Dale Carnegie as a franchise owner, a salesperson, and a trainer for 17 years. Mm-hmm. And people say, that just doesn't make sense to me or that surprises me. And I look at my vocation and, and being on the radio as something that grows me. If, if you're in anything where you're just a perfect fit and you're natural and you're a natural extrovert and you have to be an extrovert and it just works with you, the one challenge I'd have for you folks is, are you really outside of your comfort zone growing? Because one of the reasons why I do what I do, I have to be in front of people Every single day that are depending on me to help them sharpen their sword just a little bit more, Mm -hmm. and if I'm not also doing it with them, then I don't feel like I can have as much credibility with that. That I'm not here to be the Almighty that you can turn to to just get this the, the answers. Like I before any training program, workshop, anything that I do, if I don't think it, I certain well if I don't say it, I'm certainly thinking it. I will probably get more out of this than you will. Right. Because I'm up here pushing myself out of my comfort zone because it's not naturally who I am.
0: Right. And that's a good thing, but you're not on the far you're not on the shy end of the spectrum, JJ. No way and that's the important dif- differentiation yeah. to make, I think. That that an I'm introvert an doesn't make you shy and being an extrovert doesn't make you obnoxious. Right. There are shy people and there are obnoxious people. Yep. But but being being one of those two things does not does not hurt you into being Yep. an introvert or an extrovert. Yep. So again, people just need to you need to think about where you fall, embrace that, and and live your life and live your interactions in a way that works that works with that, that yeah. plays it as a strength. Because it's not a weakness to be an introvert. No, not at all.
1: No, it's. I think it's a huge asset. I think it's a gift. Uh, many, most, many or most introverts see it as a liability. I think it depends on what line of work they're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most successful introverts. They embrace it and turn it into their driving force in life. And this is what I appreciate about introverts. This is what I deeply appreciate about introverts. Uh, Introverts are better listeners, Mm -hmm. mainly because they just don't like to talk a lot. Mm -hmm. And when you're not talking, you should be naturally listening. I think introverts have more patience. They're calmer. They can keep things under control. Jim Collins established this in his book, Good to Great with Level 5 Leaders that the level four leader is the extrovert. The level five leader is the introvert that knows how to keep a level head and keep calm, especially in times of um, chaos and turmoil, and, which leads to better decision-making. E- extroverts, I think, uh, can talk their way into just... They think they can talk their way into just about anything, and they're not listening. Um, they don't... Uh, they, they can also seem as fake or phony. Like, mm-hmm. I know a lot of folks that are very extroverted and they put people off Mm -hmm. and they're probably getting into that obnoxious realm uh, at the same time.
0: And they certainly could put a lot of introverts off because they can be exhausting Mm -hmm. for introverts Mm -hmm. to be around.
1: Gretchen from Facebook said introverts and extroverts are really about where you get your energy from. Do you feel more energy when you're around others or when you are by yourself?
0: Yeah. Yep, and we were talking about that earlier Mm -hmm. in the show.
1: Uh, Another, I'm going to shoot off a definition. I think this came from Wikipedia because we know everything on the Internet is correct. Yes. Extroversion is the state of primarily obtaining gratification from outside oneself. Introversion is the state of being predominantly interested in one's own mental health. Introverts are typically perceived as more reserved or reflective. Uh, We need both of those in the world, don't we?
0: We do. We do. And, and, you know, while I know 99% of everything on the Internet is true... I, I I agree with that, but I, I think at the same time, like you were talking before, I think introverts can be good listeners, JJ, but I think you love to talk. I, I like to talk. Um, Ooh,
1: it, it's good. It, I don't know if I agree with that.
0: I think that you, I think I, I've known you a long time.
1: <laughs> Do I love to talk? I think Asher, that, is this true? I think that you, Does JJ I, like
0: to talk? You know, I didn't say you talk too much. He's not I even think, getting involved. Look at this. I think you like to talk. Well, Asher's there in his, he's being... <laughs> he's being an, his introverted, reflective am- self. i He's oh, ambiverted. sorry, Amberverted. Which yeah, we still correct. have to God, God, now you've insulted him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think... You think I like to talk a lot. I do. I, I, I like to talk. Yeah, well. I can see that. I like to talk. I can see that. Um, so, you know, I think, again, I, I don't think that you can slap a... A sticker on on every specific personality trait i think the energy thing where you get your your energy from i really think that's the driving the driving factor because i think that is universal between introverts and yeah extroverts. so
1: uh let's let's weave in a few concepts or a few things that we've talked about this whole extrovert introverted and right in the middle is the ambivert finally we get to define this word that we keep dancing around mm-hmm. ambivert is a a mix of both and mm-hmm. and by the way we are um we are all a mix of both. I, I do. I do not care how obnoxious someone is. There is a level of introverted them it, within them somewhere. Okay. And let me just, I guess, take a, a moment to talk about where this whole thing comes from because there's there was a lot of confusion or maybe questioning around: Are you born introverted or you're born extroverted? Science, especially neuroscience have already uh, come to the point where we can study people through their entire life cycle to really figure out where the behaviors come from, where the motivators, the mm-hmm. driving forces come from, where people's soft skill competencies come from. And this is not, uh, it's not just an, an, an outward behavior, extroversion, introversion, being in an ambivert, this is not just an outward observable behavior you see in other people. That's how we're judged. That's how we judge ourselves. That's if you're listening to this and you struggle with it, that's probably where you're focused in on is I need to be more outgoing. By the way, I rarely run into people that say, you know, I need to calm myself down a little bit. I'm Mm. too much of an extrovert. It's usually the other way around, like ninety nine point nine percent that it's not until you get in your early and your mid 20s. That these things start to become more hardwired into you, and when I say hardwired, think jello and not concrete, because we are still malleable our entire life, but we become extraordinarily less malleable once we get into our late 20s and beyond. So when someone in their 40s say, "I am who I am," they're absolutely correct, but. There is a little bit of room for flexibility. So when you see people transform in their teens from an introverted, maybe into an extroverted person, this is very, very possible. For the rest of us that get older, we have to manage that because we probably have settled into that, that behavior trait. And that behavior trait is more about frequently interacting with other people. Where do we get our energy from? From a driving force motivator perspective, it's more about our emotional need to be more social. And these are things that are actually very measurable in people.
0: They, they are. And I think it's a two-way street. And I wish that uh, I know he's not listening because I know he's uh, out of town this morning. But if, if Will were listening, I'd love for him to call in because I think he has talked to me about yeah. his struggles. So here are his struggles. He, he lives in a neighborhood that has a community pool. Okay. And he said, "I when I go to the pool with my family, I feel like I have to talk with everybody else <laughs> who is at the pool." Yeah, and they're looking
1: at him funny if he's not.
0: And we were having lunch a couple months ago, and he said, "You know, I have come to the point in my life where I realize that I have got to realize that it is okay if I am not friends with everyone." Yeah he struggles with that because he feels he feels this this burning desire that that drives him and feeds him to be friends with everyone who he comes in contact with so much to the point that it's a nuisance to him and it weighs on
1: him. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break and when we come back, uh, we're still taking we have still some time for callers if uh, anyone wants to call in 804-454-1366. We are calling all introverts. Calling all introverts. Come on to the radio because it's what you need to do to get out of your comfort zone. You've been listening to The Great People Show. All right. Welcome back to the show. We just had a comment on our Facebook live stream that uh, I uh, I think Liz nailed it. And it's funny, she called herself off-the-chart extrovert. Gosh, Liz, I'd love to talk to you. I don't know if we could get you off the phone if that's the case. Uh, success depends on the match to the job, and I could not agree more. If we're talking business, introversion versus extroversion doesn't really matter. Both succeed as executives and upper managers. Absolutely. And yeah. and I spent a lot of my work, a lot, lot of my personal practice is about job fit. Right. Being in the training and coaching industry, there's nothing more... Um, I wouldn't call it upsetting, but maybe dis- discouraging is when people are really looking for, for for a better way to do things. Mm-hmm. And we both realize pretty quickly they're not in the right job because yeah. they, they can't sustain the amount of energy that's needed, whether they're introverted needing to be extroverted, extroverted needing to be introverted, because we're all floating a little bit. Um, I've, I've done a lot of work with engineers. Those folks never really got into engineering to work with a lot of people, but mm-hmm. some, some Some do have more extroverted tendencies, which starts to lay them up to being more managers. Because uh, in in any type of technical type of field, engineering, nursing, whatever it is, those folks are seen as having more people skills. So what do we do with those folks? We promote them into managers. But unfortunately, a lot of nurses and engineers, while they get identified for that and they may get more energy by being a manager... They have to leave some of the day-to-day job that they do that yep. they loved to begin with i've seen a lot yep. of nursing pra- nursing managers go back to being nurses because as much as they love managing people they loved the patients more
0: that no that makes sense so let me challenge you with a question jj challenge me brother so you were talking about tom going way back to the beginning of the show yep. and we were talking about how he's a, a millennial yep and what do you think about our society moving in a direction where most of the communication, especially amongst uh, younger people, yep. are in the form of text message mm-hmm. and are, are are not face-to-face? So as introverts, we do have to come out of our comfort zone, and we do have to learn uh, how to interact with people, even in in uncomfortable situations to us. Mm-hmm. So how much in your business are you seeing people that are just more socially inept than ever because mm-hmm. you don't have to get face-to-face. People don't even talk on the phone anymore.
1: Oh, this is an epidemic. This this is an epidemic in our society of what I just mentioned before we went to break, that up until your early to mid-20s, I'll, re, I'll reinforce this, up until your early to mid-20s, you were very, very malleable as far as your behaviors go, your driving forces and motivators. In your soft skill competencies, your emotional intelligence, some of these things you have a chance to develop your whole life. Others, those chances diminish because this is science, folks. This is not JJ's opinion. This is what neuroscience has already proven. And when we have teenagers, uh, actually, my eight-year-old son knows how to text me from his iPad. This is freaking blowing my mind. Mm And now that he knows how to spell and all these things, he's texting, which is very cute, by the way. I, the cuteness factor is absolutely off the chart. Nothing like telling my eight-year-old son, love you, buddy, on a text message. Uh, I hope that continues on for the rest of his life. So when we're, we're really talking about teenagers, when they want phones and they're only communicating – they are getting these behaviors hardwired into them this mm-hmm. whole introversion extroversion thing is going to start to lean more towards introversion mm-hmm. and the other big factors that need to be considered in our world right now is the fact that we have a society where if a task or a job can be automated it's going to be yes that your your development over the next 10 to 20 years is going to actually be around how well you can communicate and influence and innovate as a person. Like now more than ever, the skill of the skill of interacting with other people, working with other people, um, is is even more critical. And that's mm-hmm. why I call this an absolute epidemic. Because if we don't do something about it now as a society, we're going to have big challenges. We're yeah. going to have huge issues. So we, you know, back to your original question, you can't be surprised. Mm-hmm. You can't be surprised. And um, I just called uh to see if or called out Liz to call us. Our, our off the chart extrovert is on the phone. Liz, hey, welcome guys. to the Great People Show. Hey Liz.
2: Hey, how are you doing? Good.
1: What's your comment for <laughs> us today?
2: Oh, I was just uh listening to your conversation this morning. Of course, uh, you know I'm an extrovert, so I have to chime in. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> no, I was actually interested in just what you were talking about with the kids. I've got kids of my own and I I told them, you're not getting out of my house, of course you would expect that, me being an extrovert, you're not getting them out of my house without being able to have a conversation with people. And how old are your kids? We have lots of rules about not being able to use your phone at the table or or when we're in social situations. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not extroverted, I kind of make them do it because I know it's necessary. How old are they? I've got a 12-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old son. Okay,
1: so they're right in the middle of this onslaught of um, technology, in, and maybe you notice this too. It's the peer pressure because all their friends have the technology, which forces them into the technology even further. So I'm really curious, uh, how do you stand your ground on this? Because I think there's a lot of parents struggling with this.
2: Well, you just i mean honestly, if we go out, they'll try to pull out their phones, like we'll go out to a restaurant, they'll try to pull out their phones, they know immediately put it away like mm-hmm. it's just absolutely not not a an acceptable thing mm-hmm. and if they would if they were to push it with me, they know that I would take the phone away well, there's right? that extrovert so there's, yep. there's, <laughs> there's a there's a time for them to be able to do that, and there's a time that they need to be able to sit and have a conversation. And, uh, yeah, I'm really serious about it. And they know for a fact that I will take the phone away yeah. if, if they try to push it with me.
1: And, Liz, uh, do you see in your children any specific extroverted or introverted natures in them? Like, which direction do you think they already are going?
2: Well, it's hard to tell because they ended up with two kind of extroverted parents. So, <laughs> um, you know, so my husband is also extroverted, not quite as much as I am. Um I think, you know, they, they've so far, maybe, I don't know if it's environment, I don't know if it's nature versus nurture, but mm-hmm. so far, I, yeah, I call us pack animals. They don't like to be, you know, off by themselves too, too much, and yep. they seem to get their energy, like you guys were talking about, that's spot on. They seem to get their energy from being with uh, with the group. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so far, so good. Well,
1: Liz, um, I, I'm real curious. Can I switch the subject on you? I've got to ask this question. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: You said you and your husband are both extroverts. How in the world do you pull that off?
2: What do you mean? What, 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 what would be your concern with that?
1: So, um, and this is what we found on, on uh, social media very much so, that there's always this relational offsetting between an extrovert and an introvert. It's kind of like a yin and a yang. It's kind of like two puzzle pieces fitting together very nicely. Uh, and in my experience, if you've got two extroverts, you just have some some almost too many butting heads and personalities going going with that. Do you experience that? And if you do, how do you manage it in the relationship?
2: Absolutely not. Um, and again, I think some of that actually isn't. It isn't so much tied to the extroversion versus introversion. I, I've seen actually problems with that. So I, I know people who've had marriages where one person was an introvert and wanted to kind of stay home and didn't get their energy from yeah. uh, from people, yeah. and the other one wanted to go out and be with people, and that's where she got her energy, mm-hmm. and it actually caused a huge conflict in their that. marriage because mm. one wanted to kind of, you know, be home and yep. kind of have that cave time to re-energize and one wanted to be out. So at the end of a hard day, you know, with your kids and at, at work and, you know, one wanted to stay, one wanted to go, and it actually caused problems. I can see that. I can uh, see our that. Our issues in our marriage aren't related to that. So <laughs> well, we
1: <laughs> we, 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 don't, we don't have enough time to get <laughs> to part that, but uh, <laughs> that's awesome, though. Liz, thanks for calling and, the show. And, Liz,
3: just one, one question for you. Do you believe in ambiversion? <laughs>
2: I do, and I think that my husband is more balanced. I think he's, ah. I think he's absolutely. You know, if you look at the scale, you know, on a, a scale of one to twenty, I'm a, I'm a nineteen, and he's probably right there in the middle of, okay. a, of a ten. So, yeah, I think that there are people who are definitely more balanced, and you got people like me who are definitely more extreme.
1: And Liz, for some reason, uh, Asher wanted to butt in and ask that question because he just feels like he found someone else on his side. For some reason, it's like I just he just can't resist. It's an, this an opportunity to talk to somebody. It's, it's an opportunity it's like to talk. I, mean, I can't resist it. It's my my inner extrovert. It's outside amber of the amber version. You haven't won anything, Ambervert. Now just calm down <laughs> over there. Well, Liz, thanks for calling the show. We appreciate so your is. listening.
2: Absolutely.
1: Have Thanks a good day. Take care.
0: Do you bye believe bye. in Amber? Do you believe in the Tooth Fairy?
1: <laughs> do you, I, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, how far do you want to take this, I like.
0: Uh, by the way, before we go, I, I did like one of our – we had a lot of Facebook comments on this this week. I really liked one of them, and I think this is applicable whether you own your own business or, or if you work for someone else, because we all have a brand, whether that brand is, is a company you own or a company you work for or just the brand of yourself
1: – Love this and our
0: mutual friend uh, Dave Saunders, uh, very smart guy, owner so, of Madison
1: and Main Branding and Marketing. Yes,
0: yes, super super guy. Said you don't have to be an extrovert, but your brand does. Boom!
1: That was so powerful. That was so yeah. powerful. And this total. And by the way, he does own a branding company, and the <laughs> tagline is "Bold Brands Win." Mm-hmm. He's in the branding world, and and if you're listening to the show right now, you have a brand. You mm-hmm. have a brand. Back to this chart, you may have a brand of shyness, of introversion, extroversion. And unfortunately, some of you may have a brand of being obnoxious. Yep. I, I wish you didn't, but the reality is you might. I know uh, there's been probably someone in this world that has walked away from a conversation with me and said, well, that guy's obnoxious. Never meant to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I want to cover a couple of these because I think they do tie into the brand thing. I love that comment. Like, mm. we have to be conscious of our brand especially in the business world, that in the area of, of people, the shy person, people will make you anxious or nervous. Introvert, people can be draining and need to recharge afterwards. I get that. hmm in the world of people, for extroverts, they can be energizing. This is my favorite. If you're obnoxious, people are playthings. I have seen this. I have seen this in social interactions where people are playthings to the most extroverted person. They
0: are just pawns. They in your are. Game.
1: They. It's like the ball of yarn to the cat, right? Yeah. The yeah. the laser pointer that just can't get away from them, and. um this is just an absolute critical topic that we're talking about here today. One of my other favorite comments from Chris Jones, we live in an extroverted world, especially in business. I make myself extroverted when I need to be. I go to events where I don't know anyone. I reach out to meet people I don't know. I speak to a group of all sizes. I manage myself knowing that after those events, I will need some time to recharge. That's me too. And I need recharging well. time. Now, you're a, you're a, we have very similar lives here. Um, I... I when I go home, Sam is way more of an extrovert than I am by nature. So she needs more of me to charge her up, and I'm needing to go and just huddle in the corner. Yes. So I, we need to offset that every once in a while. My
0: wife is more of an introvert than I am, so we don't have that dynamic. But I, I can I come home, and, you know, some days she'll say, well, how how are you feeling? And I'll say, well, I have a splitting headache. I've been talking to people all mm-hmm. day. And as we go, JJ, I love this one driving at home point. Be completely authentic and honest with yourself and others around you. You'll be surprised and amazed at how others are feeling the same way.
1: Yeah, are you trying to be someone that you're not? Mm -hmm. Just be yourself. Be the authentic self that God created you to be. That if you're a deep introvert, that was there for a reason, that this is a gift, this is a skill, this has been a blessing put upon you. Embrace that. Run with it. Cherish it. Because this is what makes you great in this world. Specifically, people need people like you. Thank you all for tuning in today. You've been listening to The Great People Show.